I'm James Wrigley, welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I sat down with Emily Wallace, buyer's agent, to just talk about the state of the property market at the moment. You know, a lot of talk about prices dropping, uh, no auctions and all of those kind of things going on. Emily shares a lot about what's going on in the off-market space and mentions that um, most of the property transactions that she's been part of for 2020 have actually been in the off-market space rather than the on-market space. So it seems like there's a lot happening there. Um, I hope you enjoy this podcast. Reach out to Emily if you have any questions or you need some help with purchasing a property. We're on. Does it say live on your side? It says, it live, says live. There we are. We're on. Uh, don't know if any, anyone will be watching just yet. Uh, so Tuesday, it's Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah, we've just gone, gone back to work. So Tuesday, just gone 12.30, uh, back for another lunchtime live. Today I'm joined by Emily Wallace. Uh, a few people on LinkedIn will probably recognise your face from all your videos and everything else that you put out there. Thanks for joining me, Emily. No worries. Thanks for having me. I... Um, I saw you in a cafe, and I didn't say this off air because I wanted to say it when we're on, on live. I saw you in a, I saw you in a cafe um, near Albert Park Lake. I was doing some work in an accountant's office nearby, and I saw oh. you in a cafe. You were talking to someone. Look, you're in a, you're in the middle of a meeting. You're having in a cafe, but like, do I go up and say, oh, "Hi, Emily. I know you from LinkedIn." Oh, you totally should have. I like. I know which cafe it would have been. It's the cafe that's literally opposite where I'm sitting right now, Mr. Albert Easton, which is uh, yeah, yeah, near yeah. the lake. Yeah. yeah, it's my local. Yeah. yeah. Do you get do you get people coming up to you and saying, "Hey, I I know you from the internet." Um, I I have had a yeah. few. Um, the other thing that happens is people don't come up and then they message me, being like, "I saw you today. Was that yeah. you crossing the road?" Or um, yeah, people message afterwards. Uh, for anyone watching who ever sees me, always come and say hi. Like I love you know meeting people and um, yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of a funny thing. I never expected that from LinkedIn videos, but here we are. Yeah, that's it. I, I've had it. I've had it twice, and and the two times that it happened was, it was like within a day of each other. This is this is weird that you know people are you kind of like people, and there were people that I'd I'd spoken to, I'd exchanged messages with uh, online, but um, yeah, to, yeah. to see them in the real world and and stop and say hi in the streets uh, was strange for me the first couple of times there. Um, yeah, it's a little so, bit weird. Emily, where, where are you? Where are you at the moment? You're in the office then, across the road from the cafe. I am. I'm in South Melbourne. Um, I'm in the boardroom of the office. Actually, it's only just been me and one other, um, and it's quite a large office, quite a big floor. Um, mm. But today, there's a few more people around. Um, but I think they're just coming in just for today. I think a lot of them are working from home. I started working from home. Um, didn't quite work out and I could still come to the office I'm lucky that I can with the distancing mm. rules I still can be here so I am in the office yeah we've got a few people I haven't been into our office although I'm going in this afternoon to get my flu shot we've got the, the oh, office yeah. flu shot this afternoon I'm going in there but I haven't been into the office for a few weeks but we've got people kind of going in the same thing keeping their distance and all the rest of it we've, but we've got people going in um, yeah. So how, how you how are you finding it all? Did did you go back to into the office because you find you more productive in the office, or what? How are you finding? Yeah, it all? even you know having a, a startup business, you know, two years ago, um, I made the decision from day dot to always be in an office. I've actually never worked from home, mm. um, and I share. I'm. Um, uh, 
have a housemate, so I share a two-bedroom apartment. And a two-bedroom apartment is not designed for two people to work from home in the living space. Um, yeah. And my housemate, she she can't go into the office, so I and I have the option too. So I just decided it was better. We're doing a lot more Zoom calls, a lot more lives, a lot more interview things during this time. So mm. this is just a quieter, more productive mm. option that I like coming into the office. Yeah. Yeah, and so how, how are you finding you're, you're managing well then through, through all that's going on? Um, I don't think I was in the beginning. I think, uh, like many of us, I was like, well, what am I going to do with this time? I didn't know how to use the time properly. I kind of had the idea of it being a lot of downtime and almost treating it like a holiday. Um, I'm glad I snapped out of that pretty quick fast um, on about day three and started mm. writing down everything that I wanted to achieve in this time, and I'm working through that list at the moment. But um, I'm coping a lot better than I was in the beginning. I've sort of kicked myself into gear. Um, but, yeah, it probably took me three or four days to come to terms with everything before I got that mentality. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. And, and I, I think you'd have to kind of running your own business, as you said, only you know, a couple of years in. If, if you're not working, like it's not like you can just sit and, and rest on a on a, a fortnightly or a monthly salary that's coming in and, and try and look mm -hmm. like you're working but not actually working. If you're not working, yeah. you can know it. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah. can't just be a seat warmer and be paid for it when it's your own business. It doesn't work like yeah. that. Yeah. So have you had lunch yet? What's for lunch on your end? I actually haven't had lunch yet, but um, my lunch today is like I made a bit of a picnic lunch, so I've got a bit of yogurt. Um, I've got some hummus and um, corn chips. That's my go-to. I love hummus. Um, and I've got some salted caramel bliss balls that I made in the Nutribullet. Nice. There you mm. go. So I've got a bit of a bit of a selection. That'll keep you going. I've got some leftovers from dinner last night that I'll heat up after we've, oh, we've had a chat. Leftovers are always good. What did yeah. you have? They're good. Uh, some chicken. It's chicken in the slow cooker with some with a bit oh, of salad. That that'll keep me going. Um, so I guess for, for anyone that's watching, if you've got any questions for Emily or I, just just jump in the in the comments there. There's. Graham's watching. Graham's been watching. He's in the Philippines. He's been watching these videos every day. So thanks for watching. Oh again, wow! Graham. Hi, Graham. If anyone else is, uh, if anyone else has got any questions for Emily in particular, just leave them in the comments and, and we'll get to them. Um, but I, I wanted to get you on. You, you commented on a few videos uh, last week or the week before, and I wanted to get you on to just have a chat about what's what you're seeing that's going on in the property space. So so maybe start with what, what's the what's the work that you do at the moment. Sure. So I'm a buyer's advocate, which means I advocate for a buyer in the property transaction, predominantly in or only in residential real estate for me, but predominantly in uh, family homes and first home buying. So I don't really deal with too many investors anymore, but I'm definitely in that home buying space. So that's yep. my job in a nutshell. Yeah. And and what what are you finding at the moment in, in the in the space? I know you put a lot about on, on your LinkedIn post about off market purchases yep. and those kind of things but can you talk through how you're seeing things at the moment sure so definitely lots of off markets my phone is ringing my instagram is you know getting plenty of dms with um office uh, sorry property addresses um saying you know these properties are available now we had a little bit of a scare those in real estate had a bit of a scare on thursday where um, consumer affairs uh, or the, the government announced that we were no longer able to inspect properties that had tenants or were occupied. So that basically meant any real estate agent who had a property for sale with someone living in it, they basically couldn't really sell it because they couldn't oh, right. people through, right? Yeah. Um, so then 
REIV um, and a number of CEOs of some big real estate companies got together and met with the minister um, and they have now had that rule retracted, which is such good news. That was yesterday. Um, so now we're, we're returning back to you can inspect any property. If that rule had remained, it would have meant that you could only buy properties that were vacant. And I can tell you now, particularly at the moment, there's not many properties that are for sale that are vacant. No mm. one's letting anything linger too too long. If they want to sell, they're going to sell. Yeah. So um, that was some some bad news, like, and then some really good news. So I'm really happy at the mm -hmm. moment. And my fellow peers are very happy. Um, so yes, then I guess the off market's sort of back on because um, the nature of an off market is usually that the person will sell at the right price, um, mm. which usually means they're still living in it. You wouldn't have a vacant property off market normally. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so yeah. auctions, have you, have you attended any of the 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 kind of the online auctions, the where they're doing it via Zoom or whoever they're doing it? Have you attended any of those in the last couple of weeks? I haven't actively bid on any of them, but I have been watching them, definitely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's been interesting. I have previously bid on uh, online auctions through a platform called Open Negotiation. Um, and that's a bit like an eBay auction almost. Um, and uh, that's kind of a cool way of doing it, but the Zoom ones work really well. And also Gavel, uh, which is an app, now plugs into realestate.com and that has great functionality to, to watch auctions as well. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't actually tuned into some on the weekend. I think that'd be really interesting to to, to watch. Um, are, are you, are you, so, so you're still finding that there's plenty of houses for people that are wanting upgrade of family homes or those kind of things. Is, is there still opportunity out there for people to... Oh, definitely. And there's less competition. Like really, the real estate agents are super happy because only serious buyers are sending through inquiries. No one's sort of just floating around about, oh, maybe we will. Um, anyone who's buying right now has their finances in order um, and they know what they can achieve. Um, and most of them are in jobs that aren't going to be affected by what's happening right now. Um, you wouldn't take out a mortgage if you were unsure about your employment. So, um, yes, there's definitely properties being transacted. There's still properties being transacted um, at the same level as what we saw three or four weeks ago where things were selling over the range um, in certain price points. I would say the higher end, like your 2.5 mil plus, is struggling a little bit. Um, mm the movement and the amount of people looking to purchase at that price level has dropped drastically. Um, but the first home buyer market uh, and the sort of sub 800,000 market is still very active and, and very competitive at the moment. Yeah. Is it, is it, so that's a lot of people that have been saving, 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 and now all of a sudden they, they feel like there's, there's an opportunity for them to, for them to buy. Very much so. I, I honestly don't think that even though things are still selling well, there's a lot less competition. You know, there might have been four or five hands up at auctions. Now there's one or two, which is back to, you know, sort of um, pre-election days where we, we had that real angst about putting our hands up until we knew what the outcome was. Um, so very opportunistic time for, for buyers right now. So for anyone that's considering either buying their first home or they're upgrading their family home or something like that, do you have any tips or anything that, that you might... You might put someone in a better position at the moment for that? Yeah, for sure. I think, um, as always, you know, research is key, um, particularly when it comes to price at the moment. So one thing um, I do and I always have done is I have a watch list of properties and I note down in an Excel spreadsheet, it's the only way to do it, um, the property range. 
and then what I believe it's going to sell for and what it actually sells for. And I keep tabs on those to see what the variance is between what it, what I thought it was going to sell for and what it did sell for to get that percentage down. Mm. That's a really good way to research. Um, but also having a look at sold data on realestate.com, you can go and search a suburb by sold and you can sort by newest to oldest and scroll through. You can even view it on a map view as well. So in relation to the property you're looking at, um, what's the distance? You know, Is it similar in the land size, in rooms, um, in features? I think now's a really great time to be researching solidly um, before taking that plunge to go to inspections. Um, mm -hmm. You are only allowed two people at a time in an open home right now. So, you know, usually partners going together. Um, take videos of the property, ask if you're allowed to, but take a video of the property, like a really detailed video, so you can look back at it because um, I believe that there'll be a bit of resistance for multiple inspections of the one property where it can be avoided is probably best to maybe twice, but probably no more than that, I would say. Yeah, okay. Yep. And on, and on the sell side, so if, if, you, if people are doing the, the upgrade, is there anything extra that you think people should be considering now or trying to do now um, if, they, if they are trying to sell to, to do the upgrade? Yeah, I think, I mean, now's a great time to, I've seen certain people doing home renovations and painting and all sorts of things mm. to get their properties ready for sale. Um, certainly, I'd be using this time wisely um, to do so. If, if you can navigate um, sort of making your house presentable, um, you know, a coat of paint, fresh carpet and styling goes a long way when you're a seller. Mm. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, I'm on the buyer's side, so I like properties to be presented in as, um I guess as true fashion as they can be without too much of a facelift. Um, yeah. But it's also on the flip side, less work for the buyer to do when they move in. But if you can do upgrades that, that present it, landscaping um, to keep it nice and tidy, even get um, a car shirt or a gurney out and, you know, clean some of those tiles on the outside. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Very Good therapeutic, idea. but get it, get it presented well because you've got yeah. plenty of time to do so. Mm. And uh, so I might just look at some some comments here. There's been a few kind of questions come oh, come through uh, that, yeah. are, that are really for you. So so Graham's there. Hi, hi Graham. Um, Sean uh, Sean Albert's just got a couple of questions in here. He said, yeah, "I'll ask both of them, and and, and you, know, you can maybe respond." So he said, "What's your view on the property market at the moment? And is now a good time to buy if I've been waiting?" And Sean, in particular, is looking for a family home, I know, Sean, I know Sean and I know his position that, it, that he's in. Yes, um, I would say yes, and as I touched on before, there's a lot less competition. Your only competition is other serious buyers um, and the off-market, if you can tap into the off-market through an advocate, you know, um, there's plenty of us in Melbourne who have those exclusive lists. Um, just keep in mind, this is one thing that I've been trying to explain to people, when you go to a real estate agent, it's like walking into a Toyota car yard. A Toyota salesman is only going to sell you a Toyota. They're not going to advise you to go and look at an Audi or an Alfa Romeo or something else. So when you do go to an open home with a particular agency, although they may be giving you off-market stock, just remember, they have no incentive to sell anybody else's brand of stock. 
So I guess that highlights the importance of an independent middleman who can show you everything. Um, great if their stock list meets what you need, but just keep in mind they're only incentivized to sell the stock that they have under their umbrella, like a Toyota. They're only going to sell you a Toyota. Um, so that's one thing to keep in mind. But yeah, the agents seem to be very forthcoming with the off markets right now. So I would definitely be taking advantage of that. Minimal competition um, usually means a good result for both buyer and seller. Yeah, it's interesting that you point out. I just for interest's sake, I always I'm always looking on realestate.com in the the suburb where I live and the suburbs nearby. Yeah. And eighteen months or so ago, there was hardly anything coming up for sale. And then just before Christmas and a month or two after, there were some amazing houses coming up and going. Oh wow, look at these! Like all of a sudden, they're up for sale. And now again, there's nothing again now. So yeah, but you're only, if I guess if. What you're saying there is if you're scrolling realestate.com, you're only seeing a very small portion of the houses that are actually for sale. People are maybe a little bit nervous and they've got them off market with with an agent or whoever they're, they're selling it. So reaching out to you or someone else is probably a really good idea at the moment, even more so than what it may have been in the past. Correct. There's a lot of off-market deals. 50% of the properties I've transacted for 2020 have been off-market purchases. That just kind of gives you an insight. And I would say, generally speaking, one third of property in Melbourne is sold off-market. Yep. Yep. That's yeah. incredible. Okay. Yeah. Um, thanks, Emily. Thanks for, for, for joining me. Uh, if yeah. anyone wants to reach out to you, if they've got any further questions or to hear some, some more of what you've got to share, where can people find you? Obviously, here on LinkedIn, uh, we're pretty big here. here on LinkedIn, definitely. Yeah, um, Instagram's very active. You can always email me. All my contact information is on my LinkedIn contact info page. Um, always happy on whatever platform suits people. And always open to do, um, you know, Zoom meetings, particularly in this time if you're in the industry, you know, finance, property and the like. would love to do a Zoom meeting and just get to know other people's businesses as well and see how we can help each other. Yeah, fantastic. It's a good opportunity for this, isn't it? It's a lot of uh, a lot of people that were otherwise really, really busy are um, everyone, for the most part, sitting at home and, and might have a bit of extra time to squeeze in a 10 or 15 minute call. So Definitely. thanks for joining me. If anyone does have any questions that they haven't asked already or is watching this on the replay, just leave them below and either myself or Emily can probably get back to you in, in time. Um, thanks, for, thanks for today. And um, yeah, good luck and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to my humble little podcast. If you've taken anything from it or you think someone might get some value from it, would love if you could spread the word up to about 400 odd listens so far, which is just incredible. Thank you. I really do appreciate you listening. Thank you.